it's time to get squiggly. You hear me? It's the Airbuds Podcast. Who's 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 that? Who are you? Me? I'm Mike Banner. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. That's who that is. Who's this one? I'm Peter. Woo! I'm back, baby. And who are you? Look at this, man. I'm Jamel Johnson. Yo, I believe that's me. Uh, haircut I'm Jamel. Jamel. Yeah, it's kind of whatever. I hate this haircut. I like it. Haircut Jamel. Thanks, buddy. I'm just reeling the chance right now because of the World Cup. What? Let's bring um, back Vuvuzelas. I heard my man say Vuvuzelas yesterday. Let's do it. Who, who said that? I love Vuvuzelas. Were they gone? Alexis Guerreros. Yeah, they're gone. Oh, I thought it was Rob Hayes just texting you Vuvuzelas. <laughs> <laughs> I remember about. <laughs> Uh, happy basketball, everybody, but also happy World Cup. Now that we're, uh, I guess we're rebranding to a soccer podcast eventually, right? Yeah. We're the Air, we're the, we're the Air Pups podcast. Yeah. Stop smoking weed on the show because it's illegal in Qatar. Well, they would have arrested you. <laughs> yeah, so I respect their customs. Um, a lot of things are illegal in Qatar. Uh, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people... Uh, you know, like trying to dunk on Qatar for being like, you know, anti, uh, anti-gay, uh, no alcohol. Um, do people, are people aware of the country that we live in? <laughs> yeah. They can't have the all-star game in Charlotte. Yeah. They, can't, they, like, they actually can't have it here in America. We're, we're like, we're pretty close to a, uh, a, a Christian, uh, a dictatorship like we were we were one inch away from becoming one if joe biden hadn't stolen the election dog the country the the the, the pilgrims was straight up like joel osteen and the niggas you know what I'm saying? it was like 1600s christian freaks yeah it's a, literally illegal to be trans in several states right now in america but people are like oh i can't wear my rainbow flag t-shirt to guitar what an awful country it was like <laughs> like pick a lane guys pick a yeah, lane our country sucks like it's just as bad uh in different ways sorry not to uh hey this is a basketball podcast hello hello basketball uh, um Look, let's get some business out of the way. We we all love business, right? I sure do. I'm a businessman. We got a lot to talk about. I'm sure uh, Peter has some further thoughts on Kyrie Irving. I've got some thoughts about the Sixers playing uh, Ben Simmons for the first time tonight without any of their starters. Uh, Jamel, uh, I'm sure you have. I'll say something. Yeah, but uh, you know what? What would you like to say? <laughs> That I that I love you guys. Aww. Hey, Aww. I love you guys too. We're the Isn't buds. Doesn't nice? uh, feel nice to be friends. Yeah, take that, uh, fam. Rodriguez, who left a review saying we all sound like we hate each other. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, but you hey, also hey, made that the background of our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Andrew Ron Bass. Rodriguez. Is it Ronald Rodriguez? Uh, fam. Rodriguez. Well, tell him to come say it to our face December 9th at 10 p.m. at the Elysian Theater. 
business. That's right, folks. Airbuds Live at uh, the Elysian Theater on December 9th, Friday night. Uh, we are going to have uh, a live comedy show. Uh, it's going to be me, Jamel, and uh, the fourth bud himself, CJ Toledano, filling in for Peter. We're going to try to get a cardboard cutout of Peter, although uh, I guess we have to talk about <laughs> what our budget is for the show because I imagine Kinko's <laughs> will charge $400 for that. Um, nah, nah. We got to uh, find yeah. one on the street. If we don't find yeah. one on the street, we ain't doing it. Can't you We're going to find like... a cardboard cutout of Peter Moses on the street. Well, just no, a person like a... and then post put his face on it. Yeah, yep. like I think the liquor store by me in Crown Heights has like a cardboard cutout of Kevin Hart, like just like mm. hanging out. Like I think he's holding oh, a brand it, of tequila or something. And then he'll have uh, he'll have black hands, which is the emojis you use. Yeah, nah. See, we, that's the next thing. That's it's, he doesn't use them anymore. Thank you. Be nice. I'm a recovering also, black hands emojiist. I am at the liquor store. Over there, they're actually, in my, they're actually my Jewish Kyrie hands is what they are. <laughs> so they sell those at Toys R Us. They're my Jalen Brown hands. Where I celebrate my yeah, they, my Semiteism. They've got whole cans. They've got Thanos gloves, and then they have Kyrie hands, which are holding pamphlets about how how Jews aren't real. How Jews aren't real, and like Al Roker is trying to destroy. As like promoting homosexuality. The weather guys, yeah, like, that's in the document. Like that's like part of that documentary or like the book is like is like Al Roker on Good Morning America dressed in drag, and oh, did promotes... he do a bit? Was he in a wig one time? Yeah, and they were like, "Is that what started this?" Like, just trying to get black people not to make babies. Fuck the gays. That's like, oh yeah, like dresses like. Mrs. Doubtfire for a Halloween episode or something? Basically. Of the weather, yeah. Oh. Well, 12 That's 9, funny. December, 9th, December 9th at the Elysian Theater. We're doing a live show. It's going to be stand-up. Uh, uh, we won't reveal the lineup yet because we're still still building it, but we've already got Look, some uh, fucking heavy up, hitters man. booked. Uh, just show come, the come fuck through. up. It's going to be fun. Get over there. It's going to be we're great. Make, Pay whatever we tell you. Yeah. We're going to make comedians shoot free throws. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I guess go to the Elysian Theater's website for tickets. Just go on the internet. Just go on the internet and find it. Yeah. It'll be there. DM Jamal. He'll probably <clears throat> give you like a free t-shirt if you DM him as well. That's for sure. And uh, I'll give you um, my social security card. Perfect. Uh, look, if you, if you speaking of going on the internet, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Uh, $5 a month gets you bonus episodes, gets you access to our Discord, gets you access to our upcoming uh, soccer-centric show, Patreon-only, Airbuds World Pup. Uh, we're going to be talking about the World Cup for the next couple weeks. I love the world. Yeah. Uh, since we, since I mean, Jamal's longtime soccer fan. Peter, I feel like you've been a like a mild soccer fan. Me, I'm like I've just decided recently I'm jumping into soccer. I I really I, I just want to get into it. So we got like soccer three levels is, of fans here discussing the World Cup. I'll just give you guys a little bit of a preview. Um, the Saudi Arabia Argentina game I know it was in the middle of the night for you guys. Sucks two a.m. or whatever. Yeah, probably the craziest game I've ever seen in my entire life. 
It was like a one Easier seed than... beating a six. It was like a one seed beating a 16 seed or like losing to a 16 seed in the March Madness. But also that 16 seed controls all of the oil <laughs> in the world. It's fire. That's right. The, 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 the entire uh, Iranian uh, soccer team is on the board of all the oil companies in Iran, right? Like what if like, you know, what if like St. Peter's from New Jersey uh, was in charge of APEC? <laughs> Damn. Shout out to my so guy Doug Egbert. Yeah. Patreon.com slash airboats pod here. More soccer analysis like this. Uh <clears throat> and then uh, if you can't support us that way, we understand. But if you could do us a favor, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, click five stars. And look, I promised I would read some five-star reviews if we got some more. I'm not gonna read all of them, but I will read some uh that we we've gotten since last week. Uh, I have not read these in advance, so I'm fully prepared to have my feelings hurt. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, peeping underscore 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 Tom. It's our audience. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's my, that's my reader. What did Bill Simmons always say? Those are my readers, folks. Um, <laughs> headline, Gary Shandling and the Space Laker, Space Lasers, five stars. Jamel is my favorite hotep comedian. All right, so we got a lot going on there. Oh, man. Uh, cool. <laughs> we got some Jewish space laser conspiracy theory stuff, and now Jamel is a hotep. Jamel, yeah, let's check out. Look, I sold Egyptian musk in front of the train one time. <laughs> I fully okay. believe that. A guy just handed me a box of oils. What am I going to do? I got to flip these oils. Okay. Uh, off time roadmap writes headline. Oh, it's good. Five stars. I've never seen Airbud. It came out before I was born. Is the implication that you are all dogs that play basketball? Ooh, good question. Uh, no, I think 100%. the implication is we're friends and it's a, joke yeah well, we're friends. You're, we are, yeah. well yeah because you're my dogs we're dogs i'm your dog i'm i'm your dog you're my dog uh what's good we're, dog? we're we're buds and uh also uh for the majority of the runtime of this podcast both of you were high on weed so there's bud on that man i mm-hmm. remember being high on weed <laughs> that was the saddest I've ever seen you like. <laughs> yeah, damn. How was that for you? That was fun. Um, <clears throat> Peter, you can go back to it. Not really, bro. Not for like another th- two to three years. You just need uh, the kid to go to school for most of the day before you can get high all the time. You just got to sign up for daycare. That's really it. That's holding me back is signing up for daycare. Oh, uh, you know what? Let me read this last uh, uh, review real quick. And then I, my doorbell just rang. Hold on. Uh, from Ron Bonjon, dear Airbuds, five stars, longtime listener, love the pod. Jamel, I can't wait for my Pacers to play your Wizards in the playing tournament. Maybe one day our franchises won't be stuck in mediocre purgatory. I imagine the only thing worse than that is wasting in deeds. Uh, I'm going to go run and answer my door. You guys talk. Uh, and be his best years under Doc Rivers. Here's to small market miracles. 
<laughs> you finish the review? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got to go get his door. Um, I think I'd rather be the Indiana Pacers than the Washington Wizards right now. Don't you think? Sure. I mean, just because Tyrese Halliburton is probably going to be the best point guard in the league five years from now. Like five years from now, when when Kyrie finally moves to um, space. Yeah. He's either going to space or Rwanda. Like one or the other. And then when uh, Chris Paul finally gets sent to The Hague for his war crimes. <laughs> Which are what? I mean, you know, he pulled a machete on Scott Foster. Um <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel like he's just done all of us a solid, to be honest, with that one. Yeah, that's real. Guys, I'm back. Thank God. Good. Yeah, we was fucking around. It was a package. Of? Well, I'll just unbox it live on the podcast. This Ooh, is good uh, podcasting. Audio so, unboxing. You guys may remember our dear beloved sister podcast, Dunktown. Uh, but of course, I was on their final yes. episode. In yeah, which you murdered did, their show. I murdered their show. Um, well done. In well, they they knew before I did it that it was going to be the last episode ever. Uh, so really, I helped them commit suicide. Um, <laughs> oh my god, there's so many fucking packing peanuts. But I, we did in, on that final episode. We did uh, a hot ones. Um, like you know, we they ordered the all the hot sauces from Hot Ones, and we uh, ate the wings. Honestly, uh, very doable. The all the celebrities that that can barely finish their fucking wings, they're pussies when it comes to spice. Um, but I fell in love with one of the hot sauces so much that they let me that uh, Anastasia let me keep it, and uh, I ran out. And then I just got a, <laughs> I went and ordered like six more bottles of it. So, oh shit. That's what Where is it on the scale? Uh, it's pretty spicy. Eight. It was like a, uh, it was almost like a, um, uh, nah. I, like I, a, I Benner, Benner's one of those white spice maniacs. I am a white spice maniac and I'm not a spicy white. I'm a very like, uh, you know, Irish English white, but, uh, I, I, I like it to spice. Uh, maybe that's the, I, I am a part Italian. So maybe that is. So that's it. why you like it as spice. I like it as you're spice. The like like, spice you're, 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 you're the part of like Ireland or England that was like brutally pillaged by like some Northsmen at some point. Uh, I might have been uh, the part of Ireland that was doing the pillaging. Literally, my my grandfather has like traced our genealogy back, and he was like, I remember one time when I was like twenty or something, he was like, "Good news, everybody! I found out that our family was mercenaries in the 1800s." <laughs> So I can uh, definitely see you being a, like a begrudging mercenary, like with their with your family. Yeah. I literally come from hired killers, so uh, fun. But yeah, that must be where I get my like spice. So uh, I'm not gonna pull. <laughs> you know who else are a bunch this. of hired killers right now? The Sacramento Kings, baby. There Ooh. we go. We're back on basketball. Start the show with the Kings. That's right. Technically, how we... saying Tyrese Halliburton is Kings talk. Go Should kids. we restart the podcast? Did I, did, I, did I derail this by talking about how my family murdered people? No, 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 no. no. We're just going to talk about the golden, the golden center, 
what the fuck is their arena called? The Arco uh, Golden One Casino Resort Arena? I think it's the Golden One Arena. Um, let me look it up real quick. The Golden One Golden Center. Golden oh, Okay, Golden One Center. Uh, uh, I, am I, Peter, am I correct that the Kings are uh, 7-0 and since they introduced the beam? You mean every time they win, they flick the beam? They're flicking the beam every night. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> every time they uh, win, for, they flick that beam. I don't know uh, how you would not be aware of this if you if you are our listener, but uh, the Sacramento Kings recently introduced uh, a new gimmick in which every time they win a game, uh, they turn on a giant purple laser beam from their arena that shoots directly <laughs> into the sky and is visible from within 50 miles. And it's the that coolest thing they've ever done. Is it? That doesn't affect planes? Oh, it's definitely uh, going kill, to kill some people at some point. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this in the previous Southwest. episode, Jamal, that, that, it, uh, that it probably is attracting aliens. If Mike Brown coaching the Sacramento Kings to victory is what connects us with outer space life, I honestly, it's a job well done by all of us. Can we start with this? Is Mike Brown a good coach now? I don't know what makes a coach good or bad anymore. I, yeah, I, I don't know uh, either, but I'm just like. I have no grasp. I think it's just like if you got a bunch of guys who are willing to be coached, a, a dork like Mike Brown can coach them to success. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, is Will Hardy, the Utah Jazz's uh, 17-year-old coach, is he good? He's got them at the, the, little, the number one seat right now. The little big league coach for the Utah Jazz? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Are they going to blow that up? Good, right? Is he our okay? So it's they're twelve and seven. the The season is still young. Um, they've got the second best record in the league. Uh, I guess the third best because technically the Bucks have played less games, so their percentage is higher. But uh, is it too early to put him in like you know the Airbuds pet theory of uh, there's only five coaches that matter in the league at any given time? Is it too early to put him in that? Can we all just say, though, right now that, like, this is the most um, parity the league has ever had? Like, really, even in the East and the West, like, the difference between being out of the play-in and being, like, the three seed is, like, two to three games right now. I feel like there's so much parity. So it's kind of hard to make some of these declarative statements. That shouldn't stop us from making them, obviously. But yeah, we have to. Yeah, that's podcasting. You have to say stupid shit that you regret later. I would say he he matters so far this year as a coach. They're fun to watch. I don't know. Much like They're players, really coaches coaches need good situations too. We always talk about players needing good situations, but a coach exactly like everybody went to school with a basketball player who couldn't listen to a teacher. Some dudes just can't listen, won't listen. Have never listened. I can't hear that. I can't I hear that. Edgar Allan Poe. I'm showing off the bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> oh my lord! 
It's Queen Majesty's Cocoa Ghost Hot Sauce. Ghost hot like, sauce? It's a ghost pepper hot sauce. It tastes like mole. Uh, it is very hot, very delicious, has a little hint of chocolate. Uh, highly recommend. I don't know why I interjected in the middle of this to show you guys my hot sauce. But I've got other ones. Hold on. Hey, I All forgot right. what I was saying. Uh, I'm going to just does. Uh, don't just need good situations. Right. Oh, right, Wait. Right, right. So if the if Will Hardy matters, does Joe Mazzuzza matter for the Celtics? <laughs> yeah, Joe Mazzuzza uh, matters. I think we have to wait and see if this is the situation of the Celtics responding to adversity uh, by playing very well, or if it is Joe Mazzuzza's uh, coaching. Because this is a team that's been together for essentially five years at this point, right? Okay, w- weirdly enough, the Celtics have lost four games. They're 13-4. and four. They've lost two games to the Cleveland Cavaliers and two games to the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> so it's like, well, that, that's weird because the Cavs are very good and the Bulls are very bad. Well, is it's it been rebounding two games in Chicago? All right, France is up two one now. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it? Is it? Is it purely off rebounding? In my head, I've decided Chicago and Cleveland are top five rebounding teams. That could be well, totally. I think it's DeRozan and Levine mostly when they just like have a good night, to be honest. But two nights against the same team tells me that's just a matchup thing. Like, you know, just um, like oddly they match up good with the Celtics for some reason. I think they went to overtime they're, they're twice only, with the Celtics. The their only advantage is what size. Are the are the Celtics small, small babies? <laughs> Well, they don't have Robert yeah, Williams. Do you, wanna, do you want to hear how wrong yeah. you are? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm asking you a question. I'm just trying to figure out what Cleveland, it is. Cleveland tied with your Washington Wizards at number 12 in rebounding. Uh, Chicago, number 21. Damn. Who's dead last? Who? The Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> By a, a wide margin. Now that's what we call a segue. They're full the foot spray. They're full two rebounds behind the next uh, worst team, which is Dallas. Oof. What's up with Embiid's foot footies? Uh, Embiid, the whole team uh, is hurt. and you guys seem the whole better team off. Is hurt. The, more, the more hurt you get, the teams like the better you guys play. Once again, so now Doc. I mean, the 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 reserves just listen to Doc, he, and it's fine. Uh, I mean, we'll see. I think uh, tonight is the real test because they really have no one. They had they were without James Harden for a few games, and Embiid and Maxi carried the load and uh, kind of brought them back to five hundred. And honestly, Joel Embiid looked like MVP caliber. Like, okay, now the MVP campaign is starting, kind of uh, uh, thing. And then Maxi goes down; uh, he'll be out for three to four weeks. And B goes uh, down after his last match performance. Uh, he's got a foot injury. He's going to miss at least the next two games. They currently sit at 8-8, eight and eight, and they are playing tonight the Brooklyn Nets who are coming into Philadelphia. Ben Simmons returned to Philadelphia. Uh, and uh, I could not be more annoyed that, that it's going to be Shake Milton versus Kevin Durant. Well, and, no, don't don't make me pull up the uh, the files where you are sucking Shake Milton off. <laughs> don't make well, me pull those up. Things can I be like true. Shake Milton. Things I'm a big true. fan yeah. of Shake Milton. I'm a, I'm a fan of Shake Milton, but I don't think he can 
take on Kevin Durant, sure. Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons all on his own. Is well, Ben Furkan Simmons is going to go off for fifty? I don't think so. Ben Simmons finally played his first good game in two and a half years. Yeah, two two and a half years. It Isaiah Thomas got booted out of the league in probably the same amount of time, actually. But I feel like they've had the same amount of good games in the same span of time. One. Do you guys want to do a bet with me? Yes. Sure. I'll give you 10 to 1 odds on Ben Simmons hitting a, a, a three tonight for $10. So you're saying if he hits a three, we give you $100? No, if he hits a three, I give you $100. If he doesn't hit a three, you give me 10 Okay. What? Sure. No. <laughs> Why not? Because I mean, that's, no. not. Do you just want Jamal and I to give you five dollars each? Is that what you're? Yeah, I'll just give you, you five dollars. I'll just give you five dollars, man. <laughs> I don't want to like I have really to watch it. Ben Simmons. <laughs> like, <not> <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you got a hot sauce thing going on. Guys, <laughs> I got all my money in hot sauce. By the way, uh, here's one of the other ones: uh, Queen Majesty's Red Habanero and Black Coffee Hot Sauce. There's a little wolf on the label. Cute. Okay, I can see the wolf now. Yeah, that's cute. And then uh, the other one I got, uh, Queen Majesty's Scotch Bonnet and Ginger Hot Sauce. Also cute. Are they all that cute looking on the show? Yeah, I just got, never looking the, at the, the bottles? Really, the one that I got two giant bottles of uh, has a cute little tiger on it. So it's like the tiger made the sauce. Yeah, exactly. They, have, they hired animals to make all their sauces. Uh, Smart. I don't know why I'm plugging Queen Majesty hot sauce so much, but yeah, it's very good hot sauce. All right, man. They're not giving us no money, but all right, man. They might after today. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, let me act right. Please give us the money. I need it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you it is kind of ridiculous. Hot sauce? Somebody should be like, like, there's got to be some basketball company who should be giving us some money to say that we like them and lie to the public. Some basketball company? You mean the yes. NBA or WNBA? <laughs> some association of people. <laughs> oh, gather. here's a fun, here's a fun uh, uh, news story that we weren't planning on talking about. Ron Artest, did you, were you guys following him on Twitter yesterday? No. He is apparently trying to start his own uh, uh uh, basketball league, black owned, black only players, uh, black brands only as like sponsors. Oh boy, yeah. And then in the same kind of like manic tweet, uh, storm, he also uh, was saying that we should be censoring all negative media, all rap music should be outlawed, and all violent movies and TV shows should not be shown. Is he in Qatar right now? He might be in Qatar right now. You know that one of the uh the outlaw negativity. Um well, that's cool. One of the sta- one of the, the stadiums is called like Education City Stadium. Education <laughs> City Stadium. Like, so- like somewhere where you like send someone who like accidentally tells someone that they're gay in Qatar. Oh, we sent them to Education City. <laughs> it does sound like, it's very you, close are they okay? to. <laughs> are did they you alive? guys have? Did you guys have Shoe City? The we shoe had store? Sneaker City. Growing up, a Sneaker City. Yeah, I think I had like yeah. Sneaker City. Wow, well, we had Shoe City. Is your shoe city? city? Shoe City. 
My city, it's you city. <laughs> uh I, I, Peter, I do want to point out that we do have education cities here in America too. They're called uh, Christian gay re-education camps that yes, are yes. big business. <laughs> yes, but I, but I also appreciate just the ambiguity of education city. And at least I think the U.S. would stop short of calling like you know the new like the Miami Heat aren't going to change their name from the FTX Arena to like the uh, Pray to Gay Away Arena Fieldhouse. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Two questions. Uh, who is Todd Chrisley? Uh, second question. Uh, if anybody in DC is listening, can you give me a Wizards FTX hat? They gave away there, hats with the FTX logo on the uh, side. After the whole scandal. Yeah. After. Yeah. Uh, after? Like yeah. They were already doing like, it. Literally like two committed. days ago. It was, two, yeah, it was, it was, like it was two days, days ago. Friday, Friday night. Yeah. This past Friday. Uh, Basically, like, sorry, that, we yeah. lost your money. Here's a hat. Ha- ha- designed by Antoine Jameson. <laughs> no. Oh man. <laughs> um, we do want those hats. If you if you are in the Washington D.C. area and you happen to get some of those hats, uh, please uh, hit us up, DM us. Uh, we need to get please. you on one of those hats. We'll pay. Um, you know, now that we're, since we're just doing like random, like, hey listeners to help us out here uh i'm gonna get i had a random memory yet last night uh from the 90s uh do you remember a man named dan calhoun no oh, i saw your twitter thread on this yeah so this guy in the i think it was in 1994 1993 uh the, the chicago bulls were doing a promotion where if you could sink a shot from the foul, the opposite foul line, three quarters court, uh, you got a million dollars, and they were doing which is an every insane home. amount of court to throw a basketball. Yeah, for sure. You can't um, like shoot a shot like that. Seventy-five feet. You got to heave it. Yeah. So they did this for eighteen games, uh, and then eighteen games straight, the 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 the, the crowd members missed. And then uh, Dan Calhoun got picked, a, a, an office equipment salesman from uh, Bloomington, Illinois. Uh, he got picked, uh, rumor has it, because he was wearing a pair of gold Jordans and Michael Jordan liked them. So he pointed them pointed them out and said he wanted that guy to shoot, shoot it. Uh, Dan Calhoun drains this fucking three-quarter shot, like, perfectly. Uh, and then... The insurance company that was backing the contest uh, said that he was ineligible to win because uh, he played college basketball. And so they backed out and we're not going to give him the million dollars. Now, uh, eventually uh, that got uh, taken care of by the Bulls and a couple of other team sponsors. They, they put the money together and gave it to him anyways. Uh, but uh, I want to talk to Dan Calhoun. I want to get him on the fucking podcast. If Bro, anyone knows yeah. Dan Calhoun, hook us up. Put him in touch with us, please. Uh, he's probably about 50 years old now. Um, he was, I think, 23 in 1993. So what does that make him now? I don't know. Um, uh, probably about 50-something, 50 54. I don't know. But, he probably uh, loves podcasts. He probably listens to Drink Champs. Probably loves Drink Champs. I mean, honestly, perfect age for Drink Champs. 
I'm saying. The guy was like 28 when Noriega came out. Come on. Peter's emailing Dan Calhoun's uh, legal team now. I was like, can we like um, pause this podcast for a second so I can tell you guys something? Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, be right back. For a we'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> what if that's actually just how I wanted to go to commercial break every time? Where I was like, guys, guys. Honestly, not a bad gimmick. It's better than the like, oh, at the uh, other side of the ad break, we're going to talk about how Kyrie Irving hates the Jews. <laughs> On deck, sports center, Kyrie Irving starting a race war. Peter, uh, I know you've been going off on Twitter about all this stuff with uh, with Kyrie and Jalen Brown supporting the literal hate group uh, outside of the Barclays <laughs> Center. Do you, do you even feel like talking about that? I mean, how do, how do you feel about it as a Jew? Um, how do we all feel about it? I don't know. It, it feels – Peter, while you were gone last week, Jamel and I were like kind of reveling in the fact that we, we kind of were experiencing the first fun week of the NBA season – like Kyrie was kind of away. We weren't talking about anti-Semitism. We weren't talking about all the other controversies. Ime Adoka was in the rearview mirror. Uh, and it just felt like we had a, a, a fun week of, of no drama, just basketball. And now Kyrie's back. And I felt like this past week was not, was not as fun as the, the week previous. Uh, do you want to talk about it at all or should we just move on? Well, I will just say that, like, I think something that contextualizes this where it's not about, like, like, being Jewish is complicated because, like, um, like, Israel is, like, really complicated and fucked up and, like, kind of fascist. And if you are a Jew who doesn't support Israel, you're also kind of considered someone who's, like, bad and it's just complicated but i do think like what makes it clear is just like these people are like fucking violent extremists like they um, also like hate gay people and hate um trans people like they're not a representative a representation of like black people as a whole and so it's kind of also this frustrating specifically wants white people to die, which I can get on board with. Actually. I mean, listen, <laughs> you know, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. That's for yeah. sure. I know. Um, but I don't know. It's just also like sad that there's just continued lack of accountability, especially even from the NBA. Like all of these people who just like kind of have shown their true colors of like what it means for them to support standing up to like inequality and white supremacy. Like Adam Silver has done a great job of fostering white supremacy in the NBA through all this. Like, so that is just like depressing. And Kyrie has not learned a damn thing about anything because he's incapable of learning, even though he talks about how educated he is. And like the fact that Jalen Brown can't Google for two seconds to learn about any of this shit is because he think it's like, he thought a, what, historically black fraternity was celebrating Kyrie Irving outside? Like, has that dude never fucking been on Flatbush Ave before? Like, come on. Are you kidding me? It's whatever. I think, uh, honestly, 
Kyrie's crazy. I have no idea what the fuck is going. On. I, 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 I've given Kyrie the benefit of the, the doubt too much, and at this point, I'm just like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on inside that guy's head. I can't give him the benefit of the doubt. I just have to not. Uh, I used to think it was just was a media literacy problem, uh, and media literacy is like actually like a huge issue with all of America right now. Um, I think that's what it is with Jalen Brown. I truly think he just didn't know who was out there and didn't bother to learn anything other than, oh, I saw a video of a bunch of like people supporting Kyrie energy. Uh, he didn't bother to look at what their t-shirt said. He didn't bother to read about what was happening. He just thought, oh, that's good. I'm going to click retweet and not think about it ev ever again. Um, I'm willing to give Jalen Brown the benefit of the doubt the way I was giving Kyrie the benefit of the doubt for so long. Well, I mean, as far as black Israelites go, when I was really thinking about it, I was like, what have they actually done? In my personal experience, I've only seen them yell at white people in front of train stations. That specific group that was outside of the Barclays Center uh, was tied to a uh, shooting at a Jewish grocery store. Whoa. Yeah. They shot up a Jewish grocery store. They shot up the grocery store? Yeah. Well, see, then, uh, so I'm saying, so then I start looking at no, it. It's this not Black Israelites as a whole. It's what, what, Peter, what was the name of it? It was like Black Israelites for, for Christ or something. It's, it's like a very just... specific sect within the overall religion. Well, yeah. And, and so after I did some more looking at it, I saw a few attacks by a few different groups and it's it's a black supremacist group and there's splinter cells that are crazier than other groups just like how there's white supremacist groups who have bombed churches and killed presidents and enough about the cia jamel let's talk about <laughs> um the real thing that i think is important to like be that i want to think about more is just like my experience, and I know it is a sheltered one in um, a suburb of Cleveland that was one of the first um, schools to integrate in the country. My experience at a temple growing up that um, like the kind of found one of the founding rabbis marched in Selma and marched uh, with Martin Luther King. Um, it's kind of always been something that I have uh tied kind of like fighting systemic oppression against is kind of both um, blacks and Jews fighting against white supremacy. So I think at the end of the day, just like the Chappelle's, the Kanye's, the Kyrie's, I understand that these sex and I understand why they happen and why people see these videos or ingest this propaganda and feel like it connects to them. But I think it just makes me sad above anything else that like it's something that has been important for me in my own life to kind of support and stand up for people that I feel like are, um, you know, being pushed down by white supremacy and like, just want to do it together. You know, like we're just like avoiding the main problem, which is people like Benner. For sure. Big time. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Can't we come together and just like fucking yeah. like shoot this, Irish English mercenary into the sun for the betters of the blacks and the Jews. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's you know what I mean? Like every group of white people has 
treaded upon both of us, me and you, Peter. You yes, know what I'm that's saying? what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, as someone be- whose values very much align with both of yours, I, I truly mean this. It would be uh, the greatest honor of my life if you guys got together and killed me. <laughs> I mean, that's how the show ends. <laughs> That's yeah. how the show ends. Spoiler us, and then and then me and Peter get a law and order ba- law and order episode based on us. Yeah, and then <laughs> you do the podcast from San Quentin. <laughs> yeah, about the episode. Yeah. Oh wow! What the Australia score? Honestly, you said that, and then you, Benner, you just disappeared from me for a second, and yeah, I was like, "Oh flipped. my god, did we do it? <laughs> we did it. We killed Benner. Yeah, you flipped sides. I don't know. Um, yeah, the whole thing is very complicated, and and I think one of the most frustrating parts uh, for me, just going back, you know, I agree with everything you guys are saying. Uh, one of the most frustrating parts for me is that like. Truly, it goes back to media literacy. Like these guys are standing up on a podium, speaking with authority, uh, not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. Yep. Um, and that can be dangerous. Whether it's Kanye, Kyrie, Jalen Brown, uh, or you know Joe Rogan, or any fucking white loser uh, that is the equivalent. I can't pull more white losers uh, from my head right now, but you know there's way more. Uh, than just NBA players. Like, it's just people are just, just talk without knowing what the fuck they're saying. And then they have millions of followers that just ascribe to whatever they say. Like us about basketball. I'd say we're more, slightly more media literate about basketball than Joe Rogan is about COVID. Oh, yeah. but But he's he's great with the UFC stuff, though. That's true. Um. UFC is insane. Go well, on. Have you, guys seen, have you guys seen those videos of the people fighting in the phone booths? What? No. That sounds awesome. You guys, is this just my Instagram algorithm? There's like UFC matches where they put two guys in like a British phone booth and then they just like fight each other. You haven't seen this? Oh my God. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> No, I never they seen. start back to back. Oh my god, this is insane! This is like an actual like UFC sanctioned match. I don't know if it's UFC sanctioned, but it's like UFC ish. It's like UFC adjacent. You know this this would really favor a big dude. <laughs> you just body him up against the fucking side of the phone booth. Oh my god. This is okay. This is in Russia. The video I'm watching, which of course it's in makes Russia. A lot more sense. <laughs> That's the only place you can do fights like that, man. They they got the team UFC fights out there. The they team do... UFC fights are fucking insane. There's team UFC fights. You never seen the team MMA like fights? X-Men versus Street Fighter? Yeah, yeah. but a five on five. Oh my god! <laughs> you never seen five on five fighting? I imagine like like just ten Russian dudes showed up to a parking lot and nobody brought the soccer ball and they're like, "What do we do next?" <laughs> and then they just a five on five fight and then uh, that became a billion dollar industry eventually. Yeah, Vladimir Putin is the Joe Rogan of five on five UFC fighting. 
Okay, Man. so well, here's the thing about the Washington Wizards. <laughs> People keep saying we need to trade Monte Morris and Will Barton. It's like, guys, we're ten and seven. You're a game out of the plan, or like a game and a half. We're in fifth. Yeah, they're in fifth. They're they're. Oh, sorry. The Wizards are the Wizzy Boys are good right now. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. you're out, you're out of the plan. Yeah, we're in the play on, motherfucker. <laughs> They should call it the play on. Yeah. Yeah, it could be good. Um, Jamal, you, you texted uh, late last night a tweet from, from somebody that uh, was proposing that the Wizards trade Kristaps Porzingis uh, to the Miami Heat. Kristaps in a second rounder to the Miami Heat for Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Which is like the most white supremacist trade I've ever seen. <laughs> uh is there a bigger you do that trade you might as well be the idaho wizards move to idaho go underground start a militia i mean you're trading one white it'd be the washington or two white guys that at least don't have a criminal record yet the the washington january 6th bullets is what you'd be well shout out to the long shot podcast thank you for having me I'm just saying, there's a reason Duncan Robinson isn't playing for Miami, man. Oh, no. I, I, saw, him, I saw him play. He's, he's the biggest con artist. I, I, the, he played against the Cavs. Uh, I went to the game with my family, took Charlie to his first Cavs game. Oh, and, how uh, you, really? Cute. Yeah, made it through how halftime. How do you look? Uh, he, well, uh, Jimmy Butler was out. Adonis Haslam was out. Tyler Hero was out. <laughs> oh, not um, Adonis Haslam. <laughs> v Adonis Haslam was out. Um, who else was out? They had like six guys, like four of their top eight dudes were out. So saw a bunch of Duncan Robinson. Uh, Cavs played like shit and won by thirty. Um, and Max Struess was the Heat's best player. I'm guessing. No, it was Bam. Oh, okay. Bam got like twenty points or something. Anywho, Kyle Lowry missing threes for years. I just don't understand why. The fans of the Washington Wizards in specific, at this point in the season, where we are 10 and 7, a team that hasn't won anything since 1978, why would this group of people be like, all right, it's time to get rid of some key pieces? It does feel weird. Uh, I think knowing you as a Wizards fan, I wonder if, you know, uh, you guys just aren't used to uh, success. Hell no, we're not used to success, man. In fact, you're we ten, hate it. Yeah, you're ten and seven. Uh, you know, you're right there. You're only two wins back from the number one seed. Uh, like literally, like this week could go away where you guys wind up being the number one seed. <laughs> like, uh, and the, and maybe the fans are just fidgeting because they're just like, oh, what do we do? We gotta, we gotta do something. It definitely kind of. That's how I feel about it. I mean, shit seems fine. And it can only get better from here if the team stays together and everybody likes each other and the fans aren't asking for them to get traded all the time and tagging them in posts about how they suck, even though they're winning games. You guys are doing well. You're on track to be the seventh seed. It's going to be good. That's exactly what I wanted. That's what I wanted for Christmas. That's what you always want. Like Mariah Carey, dog. 
Um, can, can we talk about the Indiana Pacers, who are actually currently the number four seed? I've not watched a lick of these fucking Pacers uh, this season. Uh, I think I assume. Well, why don't we know, save it? Why don't we? Why don't we do a little homework? Because they got some. They got a fun rookie. They got. Yeah, I want to ask you guys if, like, tell me about them. Tyler like, is Halliburton carrying them right now. I mean, yeah, Halliburton is all at. Uh, no, Sabonis is on some... the Kings. No, it's not Sabonis. I said Halliburton's full, and then uh, what should we call it? I mean, Miles oh, Turner came back, right. and I forgot he got traded. Perhaps Miles Turner is uh, better than we've given him credit for, just in general. Miles Turner has lived on the trading block longer than any player. Has any player been in trade talks continuously longer than Miles Turner? Uh, Bradley Beal. That's good competition. Yeah, right, you guys well, are never going to trade Bradley. Well, not, but that, I mean, until we're, we're not going to do it now, but until the beginning of this season, it was every year. Tell you what, I'm going to watch a Pacers game between now and uh, when we record a Pacers yeah, watch episode, a, watch, watch, and we'll talk about we'll, it. Check we'll it watch out. Watch a Pacers game. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. I'll watch a, um, who should I watch? I'll watch a goddamn um, a G League Ignite game. <laughs> Perfect. I watch some uh, Wambanyana. And we can also watch um, a Lakers game without LeBron because uh, apparently he's the new Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Uh, LeBron has, uh, what, uh, four rings to his name? Yeah, just like Patrick Ewing. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Anything else we want to talk about, guys, before we get out of here? Uh, go basketball. Go basketball. Uh, one more time. If you're in Los Angeles or the California area, come to the Elysian Theater on December 9th. We're going to have a fucking Airbuds live show. It's not just going to be me and Jamel and CJ Toledano. I'm going to cut out of Peter talking. It's going to be full of comedians, uh, dumb bits. Uh, we're going to give away t-shirts. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, Presents and stuff for everybody. I'm definitely pulling some shit. There will be a jersey bin. There will be free shirts. There will be fun and fanfare for the whole family, nigga. I will be happy basketball. <laughs>